My name is Ron Mexico, and I'm an investigative journalist based out of Nova Scotia. I've spent the last month dissecting the mysterious death of two as-of-yet unidentified American tourists that perished in a blazing car wreck on 7 June 2022. Due to the damage incurred during the wreck, investigators were unable to identify the bodies. However, a few clues were found. Number one, it would appear the driver was in the process of snorting a blue powder right before the crash, as residue was found near the scene of the accident. Second, a number of yellow and red capsules containing what is believed to be a hallucinogenic mushroom powder was found in the stomach of at least one of the passengers. Clue number three, a handwritten note tucked into a golf bag that simply said the words, one more heat. Investigators have been trying to interpret the mysterious message, but have so far come up empty. Our last clue to date was the most confounding. Investigators found a black Heli Hansen jacket, size medium, that actually traced back to a St. John fisherman who lost it at a bar the week previous. He shared hazy details about a group of Boston Celtics fans drinking whiskey and carrying on with him late into the hours of the night. One of them was described as, quote, an eight-foot-tall giant with hands the size of tennis rackets, leading police to dismiss his testimony as the words of a madman. None of these clues allowed us to identify our fateful travelers. However, in the past 24 hours, local police officials have released never-before-heard audio footage that was uploaded to the cloud from a recording device found in the wreckage. We believe the audio file we are about to play can help identify the bodies and bring closure to the families. Please listen closely and see if you can identify anything that can lead investigators to closure. Jay Saul and Morgan Cordyceps coming back at you at the Barney Riv. We're um, three hours and 39 minutes from the Bay of Fund. And we're going to move on to a section about the rookies. There's a lot of new great talent at the belt this year. We're just going to go one by one. What's your initial thoughts on the rookies starting with the starting center of Ron's belts? Anytime he wants to come play a game of hoops, my man, the man who took out Stone in the first round in OT, Greg. Yeah, let's talk about it. And this was a very big rookie crop. When you talk about the 2022 rookie class, one man stands above the rest. His name is Gerg, and he's tall, dark, and handsome. And I fucking love the guy. A couple things I want to call out about Gerg. One, his friends call him Gerg, and I, I giggled every time, especially when Steve-O said it. Steve-O's got a very funny voice to me. Uh, number two, good Celtics fan. We were down 32. Me and Gerg were sitting there still grinding it out, <laughs> kind of saying, oh, come back and start it. We were like, we were joking, but all of a sudden, Peyton Pritch got in there and, like, swapped a three. We were like, white boy time. It was sick. So I really bonded with Gerg over that. Uh, love that he took down Stone. No offense, Stone, but you're the best player on the belt, unequivocally. And uh, when a you know, rookie comes in with a high cap and, and he wins, like, you're like, all right, that guy must have played out of his mind. 
Uh, yeah, and you know what? Like, number one, Gerg, you give some great high fives, dude. And you're an unbelievable Celts fan. And if Robert Williams doesn't recover from that knee injury, like, you have a starting job with the Celts. I'm pretty convinced. Yeah. And playing with you, I had the pleasure of being paired with you and Blake, another great rookie. And I think you were down three through maybe four, and it wasn't looking good until you drained a 40-footer and took booms with me and proceeded to fucking grind your way back and have a great time doing it. I love and, it. And, uh, Greg, I just really enjoyed um, standing next to you, not feeling super tall and lanky, and just being able to look up. It's almost like I felt like I had a protector of the realm yep. the whole trip, Greg. Greg, I hope you come back. I hope you're an all-time uh, lifelong belter. Yep. Love you, Greg. I love uh, it. And, Sully, actually, as you're talking about it, we had a list of rookies to cover. You covered another one of probably the more important rookies of the trip and that was the booms i don't know if we've ever yeah 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 booms booms played a major major role in this year's belt there was one point on night two when i didn't know who was on booms who wasn't it was just like kind of guesswork like who's boom and who's not yeah that's how many booms were kicking around and um credit toronto apparently Night one in Toronto resulted in a big bag of booms. Yeah. The boys came I mean, in. Advil they... booms. They were fucking pill booms. You Dude. didn't have to chop up the stupid, you know. The boys were so flush with booms. We were flush with booms the whole trip. The, the booms might have won MVP. The booms might have been definitely rookie of the year. No offense to Kurt, but <laughs> um, I just couldn't go by without mentioning that. The next rookie I want to discuss next on the list here is Blake. I didn't get a chance to play with Blake. Oh, man. Got some good hugs in. Seems like a wonderful addition to you the You really missed out. And let me tell you, Blake, uh, you're just a stand-up guy. Great guy. You're handsome as fuck. You're very well-dressed. I mean, that Red Bull jacket you had, like, you looked like a fucking professional race car driver or something. Yep. Quick um, funny story about the jacket. Um, we were all at dinner. Blake's booming his fucking face off. And he's wearing the Red Bull jacket. I was like, hey, I don't think I've asked you, man. Where do you work? Like, making a joke, because obviously he's working at Red Bull. And he, like, answered it earnestly. It was a very awkward, funny moment for me. (laughs) Uh, He was like, oh, I work at Red Bull. I was like, oh, no shit. Gives Uh, you wings, motherfucker. (laughs) Gives you wings. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The the price of the pound is going up on Red Bull, by the way, guys. Going up by seven cents for the first time in about five years. So Blake's going to be pretty busy. Just keep that in mind if you're trying to book social events with him. Yeah, so Blake, I mean, I, I... heard a little bit about you. I'd done a little bit of recon because I knew I was playing you in match one. And all I know is from Ryan Nord, he went down to Miami. He played with you, the other Miami contingents. And he just was a big fan. Just a great guy. He, he said, you're athletic. You don't play a lot of golf, but um, you will be like a great golfer if you play, you know, 50, 80 rounds a year. Yep. And that's what I learned. Don't think I've had many more fun rounds ever in my life than with you, Blake. And, uh, you're just a great guy. You're fun. Like, you're competitive, but you know how to just, like, have a loose time. And um, you also gave, I mean, you pretty much boomed everybody on the trip. Anybody who wanted to boom, you boomed. And that was very well received. And uh, I just think you have some serious belt potential. Maybe, like, Captain Chip in 2032, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, if you put your time in. Like, when Blake's yeah. 45, he might be a captain. I think that the blueprint here is you pay your dues and you share your booms, and eventually you get there. Uh, great, great additions, Blake. Uh, next up on the list, uh, we have Steve-O. Bit, bit of controversy here. Steve-O attended a kind of offshoot of the belt called Band and Bones. 
believe in 2018, summer of 2018. Uh, but Steve, you are still a rookie for this trip. Um, what can you say about Steve that hasn't already been reported on the five o'clock news? I mean, drivers off the deck, drivers off the deck. I mean, Steve, you're just an electric guy. Um, I don't know. Like it just seems like you're like our fullback, you know, like you're the fullback that the, the bronze belt needed. We need you to go fucking knock out at the end so that somebody can go, you know, run a, you know, run an out shoot, like a, you know, a little, a little pass from Jimmy Butler to, uh, you know, to, to Chris. Yeah. Jimmy you know, Butler would definitely be the belt quarterback, by the way. You are the fullback we've been missing, Steve-O. You've been, you've been long awaited. Like everyone's been asking for you to come to a belt. You finally came and you did not, uh, you did not leave us empty handed, man. Yeah. I, 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 I believe, the... I believe you might've been clean swept in, in golf matches, but you had a wonderful time. What I love about Steve-O is he's always going to show his degenerate nature. Loves to gamble. I believe I heard he bet on a local horse race at some point. Got a hot tip from his caddy at 1-9 or something like that. Uh, and actually hit. So that's really fucking cool. Uh, and it was just great to have Steve-O on board. I feel like he rattles Strader's cage a little bit, which is always good. He's a great Celts fan, too. He's an unbelievable Celts fan. And last night, actually, I, I had... You know, I went over to like the middle class area of Ron's Belt. I left, I left the um, the Villas area for the first time, <laughs> and I went over to uh, to Steve-O's pad. We, we call that steerage. The <laughs> steerage, yeah, with the steerage section, and like they were playing some, you know, they were just playing card games, having a good time. I think people were drinking old E, mm. you know, maybe like pouring some fucking drinks out for for their homies. It just felt like old school bout. It felt like I went back in time to Myrtle Beach, like 2012, being with you guys. And that's Griff, Chris, like Keenan, that whole contingent was just electric. And if I was going to just have one thing about this belt that I didn't, didn't enjoy is not spending more time with that, that group led by Steve-O, the fullback of Ron's belt. Moving on. What other rookies do we have? So next up, we have a man that goes by many names. You might know him as the garbage man. You might know him as Chill Bill, Big Dick Bill, uh, GBB. That's what I called him. Good Ball Bill. And the reason I called him that is because I, I got a chance to play a full 18 on the links with Chill Bill. This motherfucker, to be honest, is a very interesting setup. You look at him, you're like, is this guy going to be able to hit the ball with the way he's addressing it? And this dude gets that fucking gut around and smashes it. Attack angle on the negs. And just fucking hammers the ball, but also has the touch of a rapist around the greens. <laughs> this guy got in some compromising positions, and uh, and he's got dainty hands. Really, really solid player. Cool hats, smoke cigars. Big fan of Bill, and you know the first addition to the JB coaching tree. Uh, so yeah, I think Bill was was a major winner. I hope to see him again on the trip. Bill, um, this is Jay Sol here. We didn't speak a single word. To each other and that sometimes happens like i didn't talk to lee for more than two minutes me and lee shared a joke in the heat that's all i saw of lee i didn't even get to meet bill i may have stole your negroni by accident i'm sorry like i might have put a seafood chowder on your tab that happens on the belt but all i know is that you had a fucking awesome hat on and that your name was right on that leaderboard and people were scared to play you in general and uh Anybody that comes from the, that JB tree is a fan of, of mine because I love JB and 
you know, you just seem like you know how to fucking golf, man. I would not want to play you at the Cabot Links. So, yeah. Bill, next time, I hope you come on the next trip. Yeah. And maybe we can speak more than zero words <laughs> with each other. I mean, I think you summed it up, though. You, your first impression was right. There's two places you don't want to see Bill. In a dark alley and on the first tee in a golf match in Ronsfeld. Yeah. And uh, the, the dude is an imposing figure, and I hope to see him again. Uh, and we're going to round it out with, last but not least, really solid rookie edition, Dedham's own Bam Bam. Talk bam Bam. About bam Bam, Saul. I'm just going to say, Bam Bam, uh, you might have won rookie MVP. And that's really, it's it was a great class. And it's nothing against the other rookies. We just went through all of you. But Bam Bam, you're just a special guy, man. Um, you're electric. You're funny. You're generous. You're great at golf. You're stabby as fuck. You really are from Dedham. I, I think people are actually coming up to me and saying, Bam Bam's from Dedham, right? Oh, that kid, that's another Dedham kid? Uh, yeah, you kind of are a Dedham kid. I, I got to know you a little bit today, and uh, you beat me, actually. And, um, you know, you have some Weasley shots. Like, you, you just squeeze those right-to-left draws in there, and it just works for you. But more than golf, like, you're just a good dude. And um, you also may be a captain. Like, you may be on the fast track to middle management at Ron's Belt if you want it. If you want it. And we also agree that we're going to split uh, a du- <laughs> a duplex in Dedham. Like, we're going to invest in a house in Dedham together, and maybe we'll host a, a couple, um, you know, Celtics games or something together and get the Belters over when we when we split a house and, and get married. Um, but, Bam, I love you, man, and I hope that to see you. Is he actually coming to the next belt? I believe Bam is skipping the next belt and then uh, is on the list for Pebble, which is very exciting. Is Bam a descendant of Boom or Surge? Bam Bam, I, I could be wrong about this, is a Surge tree guy, right? The Surge tree is no, off to no, a good start. No, no, no. Bam Bam is from the Strader tree. The Strader tree? He used to work with Steve-O. Wow. He's a friend of Strader's. That's an It'd be funny if, like, he just, like, didn't know any of them. <laughs> like, somehow just, like, randomly got a text one day and was like, yeah, I'll come, I'll come out to Cabin Links. Yeah, bam, you fuck, dude. I fucking love you. And uh, you also were very generous with the blue pills. A lot of guys were uh, down in the dumps, you know, up late, and you just boosted them with those um, those blue magic pills that you had. So, bam, hope to see you next trip. And on to Fun D, motherfucker. So as you can tell, one of the most confounding cases we've ever had. While interesting, we still haven't really pegged down our two faithful travelers. Uh, however, we do have some new information. Uh, a couple of eyewitness Canadians uh, said that at dusk, they did spot a Toyota Camry doing 140 kilometers per hour uh, and a distinct playing of a song called Goodbye Horses, racing a black Jeep down I-90 near the Bay of Fundy was spotted. Uh, we are still looking for the owner of said Toyota Camry. Uh, it had American plates, uh, but still, we are, are waiting to find out some details there. Uh, with that, we found more uh, of a recording as our, our best and brightest are working on recovering the damaged files. Uh, please listen closely for any details.
right, on to the next segment of our immediate take on Ron's Belts Cabot. And it's from live from Saskatchewan. Quick uh, trip update. We're going to meet the boys at the St. Louis uh, Bar and Grill somewhere in Rue de Lar. Right now we're just cresting the Westchester Mountain, about an hour out. They better make their fucking wings crispy, I tell you, because there's going to be a lot of wings, a lot of white Russians, maybe a few beers, maybe some eats. It'll be fun. But more importantly, we're on to superlatives. Uh, we thought that we'd just take a few moments to talk about some of the the big events that took place and who really owned what. And um, I think what we should start off with would be most booms eaten. Who wins that, Morgan? Most booms eaten. This was tough. This was a heavyweight bout from Toronto to Saskatoon. Uh, but I think it goes to Mr. Stone. That guy ate a lot of booms. The guy was chowing booms nonstop. Big smile on his face. You just love to see it. Stone is one of the goofiest, funniest like kids I've ever met when he's on booms. Like He just sits there and laughs and cracks smiles all the time. And I'll just go, go ahead and say it. I think it's official. Booms is the new Coke for Ron's belt. Like, I, I don't think there's any more Coke. I think it's a good thing. I think we should just all do Booms pills. And in some cases, while you're playing in big matches, you should take Booms. It can help you. Um, Stone, you took a lot of Booms. Um, Runner-up might have been Blake, but you took that one down. Number two, this is a big one. And there was a lot of potential here. I mean, best denim kit. Um... Morgan, what do you think? There's a lot of denim kids. I think Bam Bam really asserted himself as a <laughs> solid, solid denim kid. You always got Jay Sull. You know, Sammy Moe claims denim, but we all know he's from the wrong side of the tracks. And uh, I don't think he qualifies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't you mean Lee Westwood? What Lee Westwood <laughs> sitting that? upon high in his ivory tower. Officially a, uh, a resident of, uh, of Brookline. Uh, so he doesn't qualify. Best denim kid is Wes. We're giving it to Wes. The guy... He's tall, he's handsome, he's fucking hilarious, smokes more heats than anyone I've ever met, uh, and he made it well through to the Elite Eight, or maybe the Final Four. Was it the Final Four? Yeah, Wes slept a total of 4.7 hours on a cot and proceeded to go 4-1. and one. And he throated some people, I think, and he smoked a ton of heats. We had so many Icy Reds. We had a long conversation about hot denim chicks, like girls that we wish we fucked when we grew up which was all-star but Wes for your play alone you win you win uh, best out of kid of the belt by far you want it four and one great job on to the next one Morgan what do you think um, most likely to assault Eric Strader who wins that one that's a really tough one uh, I've seen his best friends actually usually are the most likely to assault him you know, this time uh, there was a disagreement on official Ron's belt scoring. We've all been there. Uh, and Ryan was able to restrain himself. So most likely to assault does not mean there was an assault, uh, but it was close. And uh, we're, we're happy to move past it. Saw yeah. them hugging by the 18th green, which was very hard. Yeah, and he waved the charge. It was a simple assault and he waved the charge. And you know what? In the last night, me, Eric, and Ryan might have heated about it for about 45 minutes and had one of the best times I've ever had on the back deck of the Johnny Miller suite. So all is well and good, Belters. Don't you worry about getting violenced on. Next up, most likely to rip 8.6 boards a game at Holy Cross. This is an easy one, Greg. 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 This is Gerg. 
Uh, 8.6 is, is probably uh, a little low, but you know we're estimating based on me sizing him up. Uh, yeah, I think it's Garrick all the way. What do you think, Sol? I mean, he's a double-double machine. I was kind of surprised to see the 8.6. I thought he was more like a 10 and 14 guy, you know, like kind of like David Lee, if any NBA guys, like he's kind of like a D Lee, you know, yeah. so he's just chalk him up for 12 and 12, no matter fucking what. D Lee, early Knicks years, for sure. Early Knicks D Lee. All right, next up, uh, this is a good one. This is actually a tough one. Most likely to fuck Keenan's sister. Uh, I think this one might be a toss-up between Biff and Cliff. What do you think? I'm going to just, we'll call it a tie. Biff and Cliff, yep. most likely to fuck Keenan's sister. All right, what's uh, up next? On to the next one. Most likely to fuck up someone's swing mid-shot, uh, the Canadian Bugs. Uh, the Canadian Bugs almost lost me like $500 this weekend, and um, I noticed that on like the third tee of the par three course they're only attracted to me and jordan like i'm greek jordan's jew we get it like we have better blood you know juicy blood and the the bugs are all over us they fucking swarm me they cost me at least three strokes i fucking hate canadian bugs all right yeah. i could not get over it maybe it's because i was on booms and adderall and you know drunk but I could not stand those fucking Canadian bugs, Morgan. Hey, How are the bugs with you? Congratulations to the racist bugs of northern <laughs> Canada. Uh, I swallowed a bug. I was walking from 15 green to 16 T. Maybe the best stretch of golf I've ever uh, seen in my life. And one flew directly into my throat. It was horrible. Uh, yeah, fuck those bugs, but also congratulations. Yeah, Canadian bugs fucking love Greeks. Um, on to the next one. Most likely to heat about it. to the next one most likely to smoke a heat with an icy red on the deck overlooking the cliffs with a robe on who wins this one morgan you know i think uh humbly i took this one down i was really vibing uh we were at the johnny miller suite for the big dinner sully and wes are ripping a quick shower by myself post shower really feeling the vibes uh you will be fined ten dollars every time you zoom in on that pick and look at my gross body uh, but I'm happy to win it. Thanks, all. No, your skin looked very soft. You looked like you were vibing hard. There's deep thought going out there, and I don't blame you, man. I had some deep thoughts out there on the cliffs. All uh, right, what do we have next? Next up, we're going to go to uh, another tough one, man. Most hips replaced. If we're if we're looking only at the last four-month period, uh, I think i got to narrow this one down to the one, the only, Jimmy Butler. Uh, really proud of that guy for fucking going out in there and walking 72 holes on two brand new fucking hips. I complain when I stub my toe and this guy is out there battling. You love to fucking see it. He also was able to beat John Butler 9-8 and eight with two wow. new hips. Wow. <laughs> two new so, fucking hips. Well, it sounds like Jimmy's hips are like 10-0. and 0. Um, yep. You know, I... Jimmy's new hips fuck. Yeah. I disagree on that. Yeah, Robo Jimmy. Uh, we asked the surgeon to put in a fuck button to his new hip. <laughs> and just, you press it, you just pile drive the shit out of Keenan's sister. <laughs> We're working on it, said R&D. All right, moving on to another butt-related. MVP, or MVB, rather. Most valuable butler. This is a tough one, but Sully, what do you got? Uh, this, we talked about this a little bit before we, we put this pod together. And uh, it's tough. I mean, butlers are butlers a lot of them butler cabin as we call it we're giving it to patrick um number one 
Patrick's hair is fire lately. There's just something about seeing Patrick with that hair slicked back. It just looks great. Uh, he's in his own room. I mean, he was just like raw dogging it, jerking off the whole time, probably. He beat Jimmy, um, so he kind of took Jimmy out. And I'm sorry, Johnny Wavis, but a, a caddy told me today that, quote unquote, Johnny Wavos lost at least 30 balls, and I'm pretty sure they're all top flights. So you lost a shitload of balls, Wavos. Um, you're the MVP of Orlando. We all know it, but you are not the MVP this year. It goes to Patrick. Next up, the big one. Bum 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 bum. MVP. Simple. It goes to Harry. Harry, congratulations. You beat me. You beat Strader. You beat Wes. You probably beat someone else in there. We're all happy for you. We love to see it happen. We're never going to talk about that absolute cold shank on 18 in front of the gallery because you made up for it on number 10 at the nest. MVP, Harry M. Salinas. Yeah, when you're not, you know, rubbing up on some titties, you are just draining putts. Harry, you, you hit some clutch shots. You started just banging them in. You got your demeanor going. Your tee got high in that last six holes. Straighter had you. I was, I was witnessed it. And you came back, and you fought, and you deserved that belt, man. That was a huge win. You got some money. Hopefully you buy your friends some Negronis tonight. Maybe a couple chowds. We'll see how you're feeling. Um, on to honorable mention. I do want to I do want to mention she was the runner-up for MVP. Crystal. Crystal, what was the bar name? Crystal at the Cask and Kettle in uh, St. John, Bay of Fundy. Yeah, Crystal from the Cask and Kettle. She kept the bar open. The salts were gone. She just got divorced. Pumped. May have fucked a belter after. We would never know about it. What happens at, at the belt stays at the belt. But Crystal, great night one. So many high fives. So many Jack and Cokes. Diet Jack and Cokes, man. I've never seen so many fucking Cokes flowing. It was amazing. And Sully, late breaking. We're about to drive by the Black Lake in Glenville, Saskatoon. Uh, and there's another uh, there's another late-breaking superlative. Most likely to burn flapheads of the Canadian freeway. Morgs and Sol. Yeah. We are absolutely chewing up miles. We got a sack of cooks from Cabot. We're eating them up. We're going crazy. We're having fun. I'm pumped. I've never seen so many fucking flaps get burned, Morgs. Let's go. See you next time. Absolutely fascinating information. Uh, still, we are unable to identify them. So please, please listen. Uh, what I'm going to play next is the final audio file from uh, the recording device we found. Uh, I warn you, uh, the language and content is very graphic. So uh, if you uh, do happen to have small children, little boys, little girls, little uh, non-binary ones, Please ensure to cover their ears, uh, lest they be subject to this. All right, Belters, we're getting to the last leg of the Fundy Run. We're on to Sackville, exit 506, and uh, we're getting closer to getting to St. Louis Ribs with Mikey Z and Cliff, so we're going to just have a few parting thoughts, I think, here on what was one of the most epic Ron Belts events of all time, I think we all agree. Great weather, great people, unbelievable rookies. Seed chowder, just that you dream about. Negronis for days, lobster tails, heats, mushrooms, you name it. We did it. 
Morgan, any closing thoughts? What, what What's your closing thoughts on Cabot in general? There's a lot to get here. It, it, it was a year in the making. Ryan Nord at spreadsheet after spreadsheet after spreadsheet. People's getting their flights changed. People jumping in cars and driving 12 hours on Adderall. Seafood chowder just flowing everywhere throughout the whole entire process. What? It was crazy. Just break it down. What's your What's your closing thoughts? All right. As I'm driving through motherfucking Sackville, I want to make three things perfectly clear. I'm here to do three things. Burn motherfucking flaps on the highway. Chow this motherfucking sack of cooks that I brought from Cabot. And hit the fucking border and get back to the U.S. of A. Let's fucking go. Fuck you, Canada. Nice knowing you. Later. Thrones belt. Mongols, well, mutts. We not only had the most stand-up crew, we had the toughest fucking crew, and we had the best crew, and we we're all innocent. <laughs>